This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello, everybody. It is a Friday. What a shock. We don't see the uh, sun once again. Chad Hartman, Dave Harrigan, Newstalk 830 WCCO. Biggest story of the weekend in town will be the Vikings hosting the Giants, yes, this is the rematch of what happened on Christmas Eve. Another crazy finish this time. Greg Joseph with a Vikings record 61-yard field goal wins it at the buzzer. And to talk about this game and many other matters involving football and life, Robert Smith, Vikings great, who ran for almost uh, 7,000 yards in the league. Robert uh, a regular with me and with Dan Barrera going back to uh, our times at the Fan and Robert's times with the Vikings throughout the 90s. And Robert and I saw each other, uh, not this past summer, but the summer before when Randy Moss was so kind to to put together an event to, to profile his relationship and Robert's relationship and so many athletes' relationship with my father and also to raise the profile for individuals with Dirk 1A, like my son, Quentin. So Robert and I saw each other. I've been meaning to hook up with them, and Robert is kind enough to join us on the John Schuster Coldwell Coldwell Banker Hotline. Hello, how are you, you, my friend? I'm good, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Although I do, I can already hear the people getting mad at me right now. because, (laughs) Because you said it too late. I did. I'm I'm a follower of Larry David. We play Curb Your Enthusiasm. And there was an episode a few years ago where Larry said. I remember that. I think it's January 3rd or January 4th. That's it. You cannot say Happy New Year. I think it might be different if it's somebody you used to see a reasonable amount and you haven't seen in a while. Now, you must be a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, I am definitely a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, I remember that episode, and I saw the one uh, recently. It was uh, it was the thanks for your service, and yes. guy, like everybody thanked him, and then Larry so David, good. you know, didn't say anything, and the guy got mad and like left the party. <laughs> so this is Jeff and Susie's daughter is dating someone who I think was in the military at the time, right? And so it was like just say. Thank you for your service, right? And Larry just says, hey, nice to meet you. You know, and everybody's just aghast. Like, how could you do that? Yeah, I mean, Robert, Curb is my favorite show of all time because it just tackles these absurdities, these uncomfortable moments, and just 
pulls it off brilliantly. You know, it's it, it's so good. Now we used to talk a fair amount of TV. We'll get to the Vikings here at some point. Um, when we were we were doing our deal for a number of years. What other TV shows right now are capturing your attention? What what is out there that you're liking? Oh, uh, I don't I don't really watch a whole lot of TV shows now. I guess. You know, I just uh, I, I'm a couple of years late on Queen's Gambit, so I finished that one. Oh yeah, uh, started Fabulous. the new. I haven't started the new season of Yellowstone, but I started uh, 1883. Uh, I just finished Andor. Um, so, so yeah, those are those were kind of the kind of the main ones, and working on the new season of The Crown too. I'm working my way through The Crown. I'm up to speed on Yellowstone, but I've made this point before. Beth is beginning to wear me out. You know, and I know a lot has happened in Beth's life, but I don't need, I don't know if we need that much drama every single episode, even though she is a uh, compelling character. All right, let's, let's get to, uh, let's get to this part. When it, like, you've been out of the game for a long period of time, even though you're still a part of it in different ways, including calling games for Fox, and you stepped away um, with plenty of things on your plate. But when it comes to the playoffs, does it grab you any more then than it does just during the regular season, whether it's college or the NFL? You mean as a viewer? Or just you thinking back to your playing days? Or is that just completely mm-hmm. cut off? No, 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 no. I definitely think about it. And I, and I think that it's it's interesting, you know, preseason football obviously is different than regular season football and end of season football is different than regular season football and playoff football is a lot different than regular season football. So the level of intensity definitely increases and, you know, you try and keep the routine the same, but there's no question that the intensity level rises and, and the attention to detail and focus needs to increase. Were those weeks of practice when you're in the playoffs completely different regarding the intensity? And then how quickly in a playoff game would you realize, and maybe there were overt differences, maybe there were subtle differences, of how this game is compared to a game maybe a week or two, which was highly competitive but was still just a regular season game? Well, I think, again, what really changes is the focus during the the course of the week. You know, by that time of the year, everybody's pretty banged up. And Denny wasn't really a guy to uh, go in pads a lot. And, of course, now all teams are pretty much like that. They they do get one padded practice a week. And I think they only have, like, 11 during the course of the season. So uh, that that really, um, you know, has, has kind of shifted back to you know, what, what Denny was doing anyway. But you just have to be more prepared, and you have to understand that every minor detail, whether it's, uh, whether it's a you know the the length of a step literally you know you're supposed to step a certain way or uh, hand placement if you're blocking uh, those little things really matter and and you just don't have the luxury of knowing beforehand which one of those minor errors that might lead to you losing a game. This has been such a unique season for the Vikings when you've just had two of the more memorable regular season games potentially in franchise history, the greatest comeback in NFL history against the Colts, the mesmerizing Bills victory on the road, winning there, the Jefferson catch against a, 
a fantastic <laughs> Buffalo team. And then then these absolute blowouts, right? Yeah. So as a guy who played it, as a guy who was still involved as an analyst, when I'm trying to figure this out and fans are, is there any logic to this when you, when you're trying to put uh, put it all together? No, there isn't. <laughs> there isn't a yeah, logic to it. I think right. it, I think yeah. it just I think it just happens. I mean, uh, my last game. You know, I hate to bring up bad memories for the fans, but my last game was the forty-one nothing game against the Giants yep. in the playoffs. And you know, I don't know that I've ever gone into a game more convinced that that we were going to win. I mean, the focus was great all week. We thought the plan was great. And then, you know, you get in that environment, you get down early, uh, and, you know, I don't know if if it's psychology that takes over and, you know, like a collective gloom and doom. I'm not sure what it is, um, but, you know, it, it just seems that things can just get out of control, and I think that that's what's happened for this team. Now, you know, if you're going to point to specific areas, obviously defensively, particularly particularly in the secondary, I think there, you know, have been some issues this year. Uh, and then, you know, on that offensive line uh, with the injuries that have occurred, you know, it's uh, it's an area of concern. But uh, I don't really think that there's anything logical about it. You know, this is a team that, uh, you know, can play with anybody, and they've demonstrated that, obviously, you know, playing on the road against that Buffalo team and winning in those circumstances. Right. But it, it also speaks to uh, just how close teams are in talent and just how quickly things can get out of control when you're just not doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing against the very talented team on the other side of the ball. Okay, you brought up 41-0. I, I got to follow up on that. So we had a good relationship. I had a good relationship with Chris Carter and a couple of the players on that team. And I remember on background, you saying pretty much what you just said. It was something like, listen, we got to figure out what's going to happen on Sunday, but – we are very confident for Sunday. You could only imagine how braggadocia Chris was. Okay, Chris, you know, again, it was all a background, but there were so many people who were so convinced. Here you are in the NFC Championship game for the second time in three years, and the Giants were viewed as, you know, a good team, but not a great team. What in the hell happened in that game? I mean, it's, it's, I'm watching it. It was still stunning, and you just laid it up part of it. You're still stunned by how that all played out. Yeah, and I, you know, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, you know, without going back and looking at film and individual plays, which I certainly didn't do after that game, uh, you know, you can't figure that thing out. And, you know, it just doesn't take much. I mean, you don't extend some drives. Your defense is on the field too much. You know, defense out of position, miss miss, uh, uh, a few gaps, miss a few fits. It just doesn't take much. And that's, you know, that's the nature of the league. It's why we're, why we love it and why we uh, feel so frustrated when things don't go our way. You are still Robert Smith is with us, uh, former Viking. Great. We'll keep him here a few more minutes and let him go. I know you still are involved with the NFL pension and disability board. So I want people to know that in, in your background, when you look at how the league uh, handled DeMar Hamlin, this miraculous comeback so far, um, considering he stopped breathing not once but twice, the amazing work which was done as a as as a as a person, as a player who knows the league, how the league reacted. What are what are some of the main thoughts that are still staying with you 
but everything that played out in front of really international TV because it just swept across the globe so fast. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of emotion around events like that. Obviously, as as a uh, former player and being in locker rooms, and you know, I had retired right before uh, Corey passed away in different circumstances, obviously in practice. But you know, there's a, there's a brotherhood that exists, I think, between players. And uh, you know, when something like that happens, you know, forget about the jersey you're wearing. You're just you're just a player, and you understand that. You know, it can happen to any of us um, in in a situation like that. And I think, you know, people want to lash out, and they want to lash out at particular at the NFL. And you know, when it when it regards pensions and disability, it's important for people to know that it's not the big bad NFL against the players. These uh, disability cases and and the pension are determined by a board. And it's what's called a uh, Taft-Hartley fund, and it's jointly administered yep. between the league and the union, and it's equally managed by the two groups. So there are three main trustees on each side. I'm one of the three main trustees for the NFLPA, and we hear these cases. And it's not like the league is saying, hey, no, we want to deny this, we want to deny that. And that's certainly been the accus- accusation that's been leveled. These cases are decided by doctors. These cases are, are decided by f- professionals that both sides vet and that we that we hire to do, to do these examinations. And I, and I know that there are a lot of things about Demar Hamlin. People were talking about the regular pension and 401k and annuity, yeah. all these different benefits that exist for vested players. Investing takes two years and then three years, or excuse me, three games in a third year. Uh, but that's irrelevant in in terms of, uh, thankfully, uh, this hopefully isn't the case. But if a player uh, is injured on the field of play at any point in their career and uh, is deemed to be totally and permanently disabled, they don't need to be vested uh, to get that active football benefit in excess of $250,000 a year. So I think, you know, it's important for people to know that the union is on this, uh, that we have equal representation, uh, and that we're fighting uh, for every single player that's ever played the game. Last thing, and and I looked at your Twitter feed, and you're still paying close attention to some of these amazing shots of what's happening in space and the amount of interest we have in it. Do you think the average person is paying enough attention to what else is out there and when we have these confluences of of shots of the different planets and paying attention to the push that a little bit of the Trump administration, the Biden administration is making on going back to the moon and, and where that might lead us? It was such a part of our life in the 60s. When Robert, when Jack Kennedy, excuse me, made that push, and it did, and for a long time it was, and it slipped back, and we've got Musk and Bezos. Where, where do you think we're headed with that? Well, I think the important thing, in, in most important thing in life, is to have perspective and to understand that you know, despite all of our differences, whether whether that be uh, you know racially or politically, whatever the case may be, you know, who your favorite team is, like we're all people. And we're, we we have one planet. We have one planet that we can live on right now. And hopefully at some point 
uh, you know, that'll change and, you know, technology will advance and um, there there will be other uh, other places where people can live and, uh, you know, there'll be more access uh, to all sorts of resources uh, for people. And I think that's really the important part, you know, whether people understand, uh, you know, the distance to the sun or to the nearest stars, uh, that's not as important except to understand that, it's a great big solar system and universe out there, um, but we're here and we're together. So I think that's really the important part. I'm reminded how much I enjoy our conversations. I thank you for coming on. I wish you only the best, and let's do it again soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Chad. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Smith, that's it. I'm not saying Happy New Year to him at the end. Not happening. It's too late. Uh, A chance to win something again on this show? What is that? I'll tell you moments on CCM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. That, that is the highbrow WCCO rating we bring to you. Not everybody can bring that, Dave Harrigan. You want to, you want to give that sound again? <laughs> I mean, I tried a different version of it right there. So that's Billy Joel. I believe I have this correct. One more day where you have a chance to win good tickets to see Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks, November 10th, U.S. Bank Stadium. If somehow a miracle happens and we're still employed here, Dave Harrigan, will we have both in studio for bumper music? Or one on one day? How about this? One on one day, one on another day, and then together on the third day. Yeah, I think Seems fair to me. That's the exact way uh, I was planning it up. I've been in talks uh, with their people. I think we're going to nail this down pretty soon. How soon? It's coming. It's just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Announcement forthcoming. How about you stay at WCCR Radio? Do not leave the building 
until you secure all three days. Shouldn't be a problem. I think the biggest sticking point right oh. now is getting a nice grand piano to fit through these doors into the studio. Uh, but once we can make that go for Billy, I think everything's good to go. Can you imagine if we brought up a big, enormously popular, big knocker star, and they walked into the studio, and they looked around and saw it? <laughs> I'm not sure they'd make it that far. I don't think so. Please, for the love of God, don't look at the carpet. Do not do not even think about going to the second floor bathroom. <laughs> Um, don't use that. We did, could you nope. just have to do it at Cambria, right? Yeah, I think I think that would work. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm getting a call from the two one eight potential spam. Ooh, that's one of the great inventions, right? Does your phone have that? Yes. The uh, potential spam. Absolutely love it. Ever. I don't even know how it. You know what update happened that it started coming up on my phone about a year ago. But God bless it. I love it. Yeah, I don't know if I signed up for it or not, but, man, it's amazing. Major Garrett, as good a guest as you can get in talk radio. Major Garrett is seconds away on CCO. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Major, as always, is on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. I've been checking Twitter. I do not believe believe as of now another president has a special prosecutor pursuing him. But that could change during this conversation. We've had news break many times during our conversations with Major. Yes, there, there is no prospect at this particular second, Chad, that I will be called in to either be an anchor buddy or be an anchor for a special report this afternoon. Yeah, Never know. Jimmy Carter's been sitting on this stuff for 42 years. We, we might find out. All right, the Biden administration, when they started, sir, they said, we are going to be transparent. We are going to be adults. We are going to be professional. Joe Biden repeatedly said, I know how to do this job. I was a senator. I was a vice president. I know how to handle classified documents. When everything was coming out in Mar-a-Lago, he was outraged. Uh, How bad do they look right now? Well, for all the reasons you outlined, in the matter of documents where they shouldn't be that have classified markings, some of which are top secret, they look bad. That doesn't mean he's an incompetent president. doesn't mean he didn't accomplish all the things that they accomplished in the first two years. doesn't mean the midterms turned out better than expected. All those things are still true. What matters politically and possibly legally is this is now a bump in the road that no one at the White House expected. No one. And on the question of transparency, Chad, every single president I've covered in Washington, starting with George Herbert Walker Bush, said they were going to be more transparent than their predecessor. And they were in ways that they specifically decided to be different than their predecessor. That doesn't mean they were transparent writ large. They just picked one or two areas and said, we're going to do it differently than our predecessor. That makes us transparent. Transparency 
is in the eye of the beholder. And when the beholder is the occupant of the White House, they'll tell you whatever they think transparency is. And their definition rules. President Obama told me he was, and every other reporter, he was the most transparent. Then Trump yes. came along. And right. then, you know, so that's, that's right. uh, all an it. old dog that's on everyone's front stoop. Everyone's front stoop. Oh, it's the dog of transparency. He's our friend. He won't bite you. Um, now, there are legal differences between this and guess what? Now we have special counsels who will sort them out. Yep. Presidents have the ability to declassify. There's a process. You can't declassify them in your mind. I didn't yep. make up that phrase. President Trump made up that phrase. There is a process. And if you declassify them as now, Can I just stop what? on that one? Can I stop on that? That's still one of his all-time best ones. I can just think about it, and it's declassified. I mean, that's a, yeah. I mean, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It's one for the ages, even for the Trump ages. Now, that's... vice presidents don't have that authority. No, they do not. And, Absolutely. And, and, Chad, you and I both know this, and I imagine the audience has already figured this out. If President Obama had declassified these documents, you'd have heard of yes. it by now. <laughs> there would be no special prosecutor. Okay, there were no. Here's one. Like, I read this CNN story today. I don't know if you saw it. Biden's whirlwind final days as vice president had aides scrambling to close his White House office. And it points out he received the award from President Obama, Presidential Medal of Freedom. He traveled and he was. He was involved in conversations. I'm sorry. Give me a break. That is no Come excuse. Come on. Zero whirlwind? zilch. I mean, stop whirlwind. that nonsense. Whirlwind? <laughs> what are you talking about? Exactly. Ridiculous. You're just leaving an office. Yes. You know, on a scheduled date that you know is coming. Yeah, so it didn't sneak up to There's an apparatus of the government around you to help you with the transition. There are people who will pack your boxes. You know, I mean, that's ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. ridiculous. Now, I mean, I I saw it. I thought, come on. Look, okay. um, so let's talk transparency. Can I jump in? this? So So please, please. November 2nd. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Days before the midterm. Mm -hmm, They first find out and first turn this over. Then about a month later. Was it December mm-hmm. 9th? They find more documents at the Wilmington home, you know, right next yeah. to the Corvette. And Joe had to convince yeah. us yesterday, but the garage is locked. Okay, let's let's just yeah. be honest. We were joking about President Trump, and then we're joking about the yeah. whirlwind. If President Trump would have said his documents were in the closed trunk, we'd be joking, too. So give me a break on yes. that. So on the Please. transparency. Please. Yeah. Yeah. When, when, when the press secretary, again, is saying how transparent they've been. They easily could have went to the American public and said, hey, yep. we told you we're yep. transparent. We want yep. you to know ahead. Yep. They didn't. They no, they didn't. didn't. No, they didn't. And the Trump appointed U.S. attorney in Chicago, John Lausch, who was asked by Attorney General Merrick Garland to look at this, said, you know what? I think there's something here under the law that will require a special counsel. That was his advice to Merrick Garland. That's how the process works. The attorney general says, it's a hot potato. I need someone with other eyes and other experience to look at this. They did, and I want to, I want to give you, you to give me, rather, your unvarnished opinion. Legally, what should I do here? And he gave the opinion. You better appoint a special counsel. Does that mean there's going to be a prosecution? It doesn't guarantee it, but the appointment of a special counsel 
essentially is the Justice Department's way of communicating to everyone. It's heading that direction. It's heading that direction. For sure. Now, I'm not talking about President Biden. It could be somebody who was uh, charged with handling this or had knowledge of it and didn't do it and didn't follow the law. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to end up in court or even in a prison sentences. Most of these things don't in the history of our country. But both parties now have got to live in the world they created. What do I mean by that? The world they created of outrage, some of it justified, some of it phony, and accusations of hypocrisy, some of them valid, some of them performative. If Mm -hmm. classified documents are the sine qua non, without which nothing, the highest standard, oh my God, so important, as Democrats said about Trump, well, guess what? You better wear that uniform now. And for Republicans who said, what's the big hassle? Why did Trump get raided? They're now saying, where are the raids on Biden? Wait a minute, what are you in favor of? Raids or no raids? Which is it? Please, I beg of you. Political actors, oh, yes, my long-sought pursuit of consistency, ever foiled, ever disappointed here in the nation's capital. And getting worse, because you nailed it. There are so (laughs) many many networks have done such a good job of this, where here's one Democratic congressman that Trump, it's the worst thing ever, and then with Biden, oh, no, he turned it over. It was great. (laughs) And then the exact opposite thing that it's, you're right, it's performative, it's acting. Okay, let's do this. Let's take a short pause. Sure. Come back. I want to ask Major this question. What does this do to Joe Biden? And you know he wants to run for reelection. You know that. 100% you know that. What does this do to those plans? Short pause. Three minutes max, maybe even two minutes. And we're back with Major Garrett on CCO. So that's Billy Joel. When you hear Stevie Nicks at some point today with the bumper music, that's when you call in to 651-461-9226. If you're calling number five, a pair of excellent tickets for the show. Major Garrett is with us. Major, before I get to the uh, 2024 prospects for Joe Biden, Mm -hmm. Uh, bottom of the hour, uh, when we had traffic and weather, I went looking for a treat. I kind of like a treat during the day. I know I shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, I was reminded again that one of the recent times Carla and I went shopping, she bought black licorice. And it is mm. sitting there in the pantry, and it is positively mm-hmm. disgusting. Should I yeah. just throw it away when she's out and about? No, no, no. But you shouldn't consume it. It's awful. It's awful. I it mean, really is. I'm sorry. People. So it's bad. Terrible. It's so bad. I mean, I don't really love red licorice to I don't begin either. with. I don't either. But I, I, it, it's I mean, tolerable. It looks so much better than it is. And the first bite is okay. But by the sixth bite, red yes. licorice is sort of done and dusted. Black licorice yes. is bad from like the get go. You open that wrapper up, it's like, oh, never mind. Throw it away. Exactly. Get it away from but, me. I. I Put me back on the island with Tom Hanks and Wilson if the option is eating black licorice. Man, man. thank you. I'm glad we're in agreement. Let me say one quick thing before we jump to politics. Yeah. As you know, I'm a native Californian. I love my home state. Uh, It's been battered for the better part of 10 straight days. And this morning we woke up to the dreadful news of seven dead in Selma, Alabama. 
And I just want to underscore that we are facing as a country and as a planet, but certainly as a country, and this will affect whoever is president, who's ever running Congress, billions of dollars that we're going to have to allocate on an annual basis to help people recover from weather that is not just harsh, but it is atmospherically harsher historically than ever before and more concentrated than ever before. California on one side is getting a relief from the drought. I'm, I'm all good with that. Reservoirs are filling up. That's good. But it's gotten 74 trillion gallons of rain in 10 days. That's insane. Insane. And some Alabama should not be having tornadoes in January. Stop. These and, things don't happen. And I'm not saying you have to be pro or con on, <laughs> on yeah. EVs or anything. I'm just saying we have to, in the private sector and at the government level, prepare for the reality that rich people, poor people, and middle class people will be affected by this universally. And it's just going to be something we're going to have to bake into the financial cake of our country for the foreseeable future. Well, and I'll add, because I'm really glad you brought that up, because it's so sad what is happening. The fact that we have so many people who are still so locked in and will look at the data, will listen to experts, and scoff at them. And when the data is overwhelming, it's comprehensive, and we're mm-hmm. seeing it with our own eyes. And let's say even it was for the next 20 years, and all of a sudden we went back, and there are no signs that's going to happen, by the way. Let's make some of the adjustments now yeah. to help the next two decades. It's not going to change, but um, and guess just some what? people just decided Barbara, on certain positions, and they won't move. If, Guess what? If you're rich in Santa Barbara or if you're poor in Selma, Alabama, it's the same. Nothing you can do about your property and where it resides will protect you because rich Santa Barbara, California residents are seeing their property slide down the hill. And people in Selma, Alabama, some of them poor, some of them middle class, some of them not so, are in the same vortex of the same tornado both events are happening at levels of harshness and atmospheric instability that we just haven't seen before. And we've got to reconcile ourselves to that fact. I'm glad you brought that up. Joe Biden um, has wanted to be president for decade after decade after decade. He now is. He feels Mm. like uh, he's done a brilliant job. He does. He looks Mm. at the election and he sees, Mm. uh, you know, considering what a lot of us thought would happen, success he looks at inflation numbers going down yeah to me it seemingly was i don't know may june sometime this year he wasn't going to get into it now there's no reason to do it Mm -hmm. no none zero yeah nothing none none but now yeah maybe the fall exactly but now because we know a special prosecutor can go a lot of different ways and can be involved for year after year after year what does that do to his plans, and what does it do to a potential well-known, established Democrat who, until this all happened, was like, no, I really wish he wouldn't run, but I'm not going to run against him. But now says maybe he or she, hey, I see my opening. Yeah, this is a speed bump. It's not anything more than that, and it doesn't look like a, that, a comp- that complicated a case. And my, my, my fear, my cynical fear is that somebody in the Biden orbit is going to take a fall for this. 
It's not going to be him. It's not going to be anyone remotely close to him. Hunter Biden is going to be in the middle of all of this for a good long while. Not necessarily the documents, although there's reports this morning. Oh, he had access to the garage. If so facto, Hunter Biden was X, Y, and Z. Let's just, let's just hold on. Let's just wait. Let's just yeah. wait. Can we see? But Hunter something? Biden's yeah. going to be in the middle of the bullseye for this. House Republicans have made that clear. That's going to be a problem, but it's not directly to Biden. And unless it gets closer, and I don't think this VP story is going to get that much closer. It's an annoyance. It's a problem. But I don't think it's going to be in a prosecutorial way something that's going to end up that close to the president. That's not the thing to make him wobble, especially after the midterms. And if the economy, which there are suggestions it might be able to find this ever-elusive soft landing, and Republicans continue to do things that lead with things that were not that vindicated in the midterm elections, but were the reason that they lost more than they won, that could be a political benefit for President Biden. I think all Democrats who are thinking about this and have been thinking about this maybe a little bit more in that maybe so, maybe I'd keep a close eye. But he's still the odds-on favorite to win the nomination for sure because of everything you just mentioned that transpired in the last three or four months. Great stuff as always, sir. Have a uh, fabulous weekend. Any uh, We have 45 seconds. Any particular great plan for this weekend or uh, just relaxing, normal stuff? Uh, relaxing and working on my various uh, and numerous projects, which means more books and other writing and things like that. Oh, very interesting. Never not we'll working. to that. Never not working. Yeah. Never not working. Yes. Thank you. Excellent. Enjoy a little relaxation, too. Just go back and try. read a, a Padres book or something. <laughs> My life. Thank you. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Major, the best. It's just the truth. He's just the best. Lindis Construction Time Check is uh, time for us to go this hour. Uh, Lindis Construction, the way to go for infinity by Marvin Windows. Shaletta, feisty Friday. Again, she's pushing us back. So Shaletta, next hour at 135. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.